0: Washington Weekly Review. It's the week of October 2nd, 2021. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. Our stories this week feature the Wedge childcare study, the Washington YMCA indoor pool, and car burglaries. But first, a look at the big picture. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is pursuing intergovernmental agreements with all 99 counties on well drilling permits. Washington County Environmental Health Director Jason Taylor said the agreement set rules against drilling wells within a certain proximity of contamination sites. Uh, Some changes that they'd like to see us do that uh, one is working with less sites and contaminated sites uh, within the county. Uh, So uh, any well uh, that's going to be drilled has to have a well assessment done. If the well is going to pull less than 500 gallons a minute, it has to be a thousand foot from uh, any contaminated (coughs) site in the county. And if it's over um, the 500 gallons a minute, which I don't know of any wells in the county that would pull that but that would be 2,500 feet. While the Washington County Board of Supervisors passed the 28E agreement with the state agency, some board members, like Stan Stoops, had concerns about the state's indefinite classification of contaminated sites.
1: So if there's a chemical spill
2: within 1,000 feet, how long do you allow that ground to set before it's not contaminated?
0: Once contaminated, is always contaminated, is what I understand. They have. Uh, on the city maps that I looked at, there was uh, old um, sites. For, I mean, back in the '20s, that are still on that list. Board member Marcus Fedler also took issue with the rule. But
3: it's uh-huh. the weirdest thing to say that once a spill it's always a spill. I know this land right over by uh, Wine and Spirits, uh, right next door. That parking lot used to be a gas station, and it's, it can't be developed because it had underground tanks at least. But if that's a contaminated place, and it's always gonna be a contaminated place, then to me, that restricts development in the county considerably. Um, You know, you start having 1,000 circles all over the county where all these spills are happening. We keep incrementally decreasing the area in which we can effectively develop in the county. And and to me, that's uh, that's ridiculous. If I wanna drill a well into a, a
0: diesel fuel tank, That's my, I'm not going to drink the damn water, you know what I mean? That was the big picture. We'll be back with local news right after the break. Economic Development Group has pushed back the deadline for its child care study. Wedge Executive Director Mary Audia said the survey launched in August had a disappointing response rate from child care centers and employers.
2: So far, for the employer component, we've got 14 um, that have been responded. Child care providers, We've had eight. And then out of the child care providers, we actually have 21 throughout Washington County. So I'd like that number a bit higher.
0: How do you hope to drastically increase the employer response rate with the extra time? You know,
2: we only have 14 right now. You know, even if we could do like 50, just to get a good overall like cross section of Washington County. Mm-hmm. That would be my goal.
0: The data could create a much-needed tool to address Washington County's ongoing child care shortage, but Audia said that could only happen if enough people responded to the survey.
2: Well, I mean, the more people that fill this out, the better feel for the challenge that we have in Washington County, and the more efficiently we can address those challenges. Plus, it helps with grants and funding in the future. If we can show data to support We've Got Challenges, it helps us to focus on where to put the money. It gives a lot more credibility to what we're looking for. Also, it helps us to focus on the biggest needs and how quickly we need to fill those needs. So I think it's taken inventory of what the true picture is, and then we can use that for funding going forward.
0: The YMCA indoor pool in Washington was closed for several days this week. YMCA of Washington County CEO Amy Schulte said there was an issue with the water heater.
4: Saturday, we noticed that the temperature was starting to drop um, on our pool. So we've uh, spent the last several days kind of uh, working through that process and um, what we discovered on Tuesday was that there um, was an issue with the um, the heat exchange unit that was not going to be repairable. So we have a part that's supposed to be arriving today. So hoping that we'll get that part replaced and everything will start back up and the water will start heating back up so we can open it back up to the public.
0: Schulte said this was the fifth shutdown since November of last year for the 97-year-old pool.
4: With this particular issue that we're having, it's really just a normal wear and tear issue. There's just been some rusting on that particular part which is a you know over time that's going to happen with these types of equipment you know pools are really expensive to to maintain and to run because of the chemicals and the corrosion from that this is a, probably would be considered more of a normal wear and tear issue whereas some of the other issues that we've seen um over the last you know six, eight months have been uh, because of the age of the pool, you know, the water leaks, the valves that have needed to be replaced and so forth. So um, it's just unfortunate that they've all been coming, you know, pretty much sequentially. The
0: Y Hopes plans for a new pool, which it's currently fundraising for, come together in time to minimize future disruptions.
4: This just highlights the challenges that we continue to have with the pool and the age that it is. Um, and I think that our concern, you know, and the board's concern is is that it's going to be a continued issue until we um, are at the point where we can retire the existing pool and have a new pool that we can replace it with. Our support for the new project has been fantastic, and um, so we're going to keep working as, as quickly and as hard as we can to make that happen just so we don't have any more lost time in our aquatic center.
0: A trend of car burglaries in Washington continues this week, according to Police Chief Jim Lester.
5: We've had six, uh, Six burglary to vehicles, you know, thefts from vehicles, uh, one stolen vehicle, and a vandalism to a vehicle where the door handle was broke off. They didn't get inside, but they broke the door handle off trying to get inside.
0: Lester encouraged Washington residents to sign up for the city's voluntary community camera program.
5: We're encouraging people to lock their vehicles, uh, turn on outside lights. If they have a camera, register it with our uh, community camera program. We do have some video that has been shared with us and you know we're just encouraging others that if they have video they may not be registered with our program register with our program or contact us to uh, to share that video so that we can uh, you know use that to help us try to uh, narrow down on some suspects we do not have access to the cameras themselves we're just asking people to register that with the city on the city's website they register their name address phone number email and how many cameras they have what areas of their property are covered by cameras and we use that as an investigative tool. When we have, uh, you know, rash of thefts or things like that, we'll go through that list and contact those folks, ask them to check back to see if they have any recordings of people in the area, something that may be suspicious, somebody that walked into their driveway or something like that. They'll share that with us, and we can use that as a as a tool as part of our investigation.
0: That's the local news. We'll be back with the best news I've heard all week right after this. And now the best news I've heard all week. The Washington United Methodist Church donated $35,000 to the Lighthouse Center on Monday. Tim Johnson, the church's
1: financial secretary, said they were happy to support such an important local cause. We wanted to give something back to the community that's going to really help. And the the Lighthouse Center, it's not just the homeless shelter. They have a food pantry and the clothing store, which is the master's hand, that all ties into it. They're just doing a lot of things, not only within Washington, but uh, they're branching out to smaller communities and getting kind of a shelter set up for those in need whether it's an emergency situation or more of a long-term kind of get somebody up and go and get their feet under them so they can get acclimated back into the community or wherever they may be.
0: Johnson said the church had saved up the money during the pandemic, which hampered most mission projects.
1: Our purpose is to take the funds that have already been allotted towards missions that uh, we've had especially throughout 2020 and 2021. that has been kind of slow going, getting back together through the pandemic and everything. And we have we have a lot of fun sitting there. We just decided we're just going to go ahead and help a local mission uh, that's already ba- made a huge impact on the community and help further their cause. Darren Brown, who directs the Lighthouse Center, said the money would be doubled
0: by a match grant from an anonymous community member.
3: An anonymous donor came to us and gave us a $100,000 match grant. And that's where the 35000 from the Methodist Church did, it took us from 63000 and some change up to 98000 and some change on the Meet Your Match. I mean, it took us right to the top of the Meet Your Match. So they actually doubled their money in the process of making that donation.
0: Brown said he was truly astonished by Washington County's response to the shelter's recent fundraising push.
3: You know, watching the community rally together for a common cause has been phenomenal. And I love Washington County for what they have have done with this ministry in the last two years. It's just it's amazing to me to watch this community respond. And I, and I would like to think that every community would respond in the same fashion, but I don't know. I, I really think Washington um, County has been a cut above. It's just incredible.
0: And now, housekeeping. Thank you for listening to the Washington Weekly Review. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by Gazette Communications Incorporated, a Foleyan's company. Music and sound effects are available through a Creative Commons Zero license and our public domain. Thank you to Anchor for hosting our podcast on a variety of platforms. If you're interested in buying an ad for the show, give our office a call at 319-653-2191. We plan to fill the two breaks with ad time, plus a 30-second post-roll ad section at the end of the show. One more quick closing note. While you're thinking about it, consider sharing this podcast with a friend. We're in the first phase of this product, and it helps a lot to know that we have an audience. Without further ado, thanks for listening. This has been the Washington Weekly Review. I have been Kalen McCain. Have a great weekend.